Well, hello, my name is Deborah Yorg, and I'm so excited to have coffee with friends with my friend Stacy. And uh, we just want to talk to you about the goodness of the Lord and what he is doing. And our hearts are so alike. And I want to share that. I want to talk about that too with you because um, it's for women and helping them become set free. And so that's my heart. And I know that that is your heart. So I just wanted everybody to meet you, Stacy. So why don't you say hello and introduce yourself? Hi, I am Stacy. Um, Stacy Hester, and I am just a, a redeemed and transformed daughter of, of Jesus Christ. I am so excited um, to just be here with you today, Deborah. Mm -hmm. You have been an inspiration to me, and um, you've just been that word I've needed, that voice um, of God I've needed in my life, especially this past couple of months. It's just, it, it's a blessing how the Lord connects um the people that you need in your life you know in those certain times so yes stacy that's that is um yeah, that is so true because you just don't know I, i'm sitting here and i'm listening to you and i'm you know it god is just so incredibly um um on purpose you know yeah. how, how he just um divinely connects his his people his daughters and um I'm not even quite sure if it was crowns, you know, through the crowns for Christ ministries or kingdom coaching um, place. But I just feel like um, just being out there in the platforms, God is connecting his daughters for this moment. This is our yeah. Esther moment. Yeah. For such He's a time. Me it is. It <laughs> is our Esther moment. And um, for such a time as this, and so I'm just honored to, to have come together. We've done coffee in person, and now I've got my coffee mug here, and I'm doing coffee with you too. Cheers. <laughs> and um, just fellowshipping. So, you know, as I got to know you, you shared, and, you know, you shared at an event that I, I was at with you, and um, and so why don't you just share a nugget of your story, the, 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 you know, if you want to just share your heart and what, where, and how it brought you right to this place, because I know, you know, one thing, I know that our stories, you know, I think about that in Revelation, you know, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And it's, so it's through our stories of sharing that helps somebody else. It's always about somebody else we endure things for for others but at the same time that we share we're relatable to people but god does something in our hearts and he yeah. gives us more healing and and just deliver us from those things that had gripped us at one point so why don't you share your heart and um you can go about that right now do that um well the lord has been able to release me and captivate my heart in areas like I could have never imagined, you know? Yeah. I always say that I was Saul and now I'm Paul. Okay. Um, I was, I was a very violent person in my past. Mm. Um, so I grew up right here in Zephyr Hills. Um, my family's been here since this town has been founded. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I grew up in a middle-class family, nothing, you know, um, and, but, and we went to church on Sundays, but when we left church, things would be different. Mm -hmm. And so just, I feel like 
in that part, I was kind of average um, with the world. But um, I also grew up with um, um, a mom that was um, very abusive, um, physically and, and, and emotionally. Um, but, and she, she had a lot of mental illness and addiction problems. So, um, I'm blessed that the Lord gave me, uh, a dad, um, that just loved me like a father should. Um, my, my mom remarried when I was a baby and it just, that was the favor of God on my life. I feel like that was the first favor other than my mom saying yes to me when she didn't want me, when she conceived me. So like God said, you are mine and I I have wonderful things ahead for you. And, and so, um, I, I just, I, I grew up always seeking my mom's approval. You know, um, I had a great dad and an, an amazing granddaddy, um, that loved the Lord. My granddaddy was Pentecostal. So, mm-hmm. um, we just, we had a good time together. Awesome. And then, um, I, about high, right before high school, um, my boyfriend, um, my first love got killed and died in my arms. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember being so angry at God, you know, mm-hmm. um, Mm. and my family didn't know why I was so angry, and mm. it just, um, the Lord brought a good guy into my life to, mm. to protect me, um, and then my dad died when I was 19 of cancer, mm. and, um, so I just felt like he was always taking the good men from me, and leaving me these just horrible women, mm. um, so I never had a heart for women. I wanted to be a boy, um, growing up. And I thought if I did all the man things, I would be nice and kind and humble and giving. Um, and if I cooked and cleaned, I'd be miserable and hateful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I, uh, I got married, got divorced, um, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't supposed to have a baby, but once again, yes. God's favor on my life. Yes. Um, 10 months after my divorce, I had a baby and, um, well, I got, I conceived and mm-hmm. I had cervical cancer, um, throughout my pregnancy. And I, I just knew God wanted to give me a baby, you know, and a boy, he was going to yes. give me a boy. Yes. And, um, and I, he did. Yeah. Um, and I promised him, I remember saying, what I promised, I won't drink. I won't, I won't smoke cigarettes. I won't do anything. If you just yes. give me a baby, you know, yes. Yes. and then he gave me a baby and I did all those things and worse, yes. mm-hmm. but he knew that yes. he knew what I was going to do. Yes. Like my son, he was born out of wedlock, but he was never a mistake. He was an intentional, oh, yeah. he was intentional, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he was a gift, not only to my life, but everybody around us. Yeah. Um, so just through that, I think my, I believe my addiction just got worse. I'm trying to be the perfect mom. I was mm-hmm. helping raise my sister's kids that 
um, she was on drugs and it just mm -hmm. a lot of responsibility for a young mom. Mm -hmm. Um, I was 22 when I had my son okay. and, um, I went through one like small thing with a uh, domestic violence. And that was the first guy I'd ever been with that hit me. And, mm. um, I walked away very quickly. Yeah. Um, he ended up putting hemorrhaging on my brain. Mm. Um, it was just mm -hmm. like six accidents, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That God saved me from yeah. my rebellious spirit. Still didn't care. Yeah. So, um, that, but God just He He stayed there with me the mm -hmm. whole time through. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, what really brought me to the Lord, it back to the Lord, my heart was, um. I was beaten by my brother and sister and held captive and um, that stopped me from drinking. Um, wow. I was wow. drinking that night and after that night I said I will always be sober and uh, my son and I went on the run for a few years um, to keep safe mm -hmm. and no shelter would take us because um, we weren't beaten. I wasn't beaten by a spouse or a boyfriend. I was beaten by family. Wow. Um, so there was nowhere but my friends, you know, I had to rely on, on the graciousness of my friends. Right. Right. And, um, he kept us safe. And I remember just going to mm -hmm. churches everywhere we went. Um, mm -hmm. we moved nine times in one year, I remember. And, um, and then I came back to Zephyr Hills. Um, I got arrested for, um, driving uh on suspended license and marijuana spent three days in county and lord jesus i was resurrected that's mm -hmm. all it took wow i promised him lord just give me a desire for you and nothing else wow <laughs> how long ago was that um that was august um well i i got arrested in june um and of 2011, okay. no, 2012, 2012, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, 2011, it was nine years this year. Yeah. And, um, and then I gave my life back to the Lord August 7th. Mm -hmm. Um, he spoke to me on August 5th and I went to church on August 7th and I said, I am all yours. And life, um, life has been different. Oh, wow. Um, you know, the enemy comes for you. A lot stronger. Yeah. Um, I was I was raped um, within the first month. Yeah. Um, and yes. right there is where God showed His face. Um, yes. Yes. He He was real in my life because I didn't run to anything of the old. Right. I didn't run to alcohol. I didn't run to drugs. I didn't. I just ran to my pastor and my spiritual mom, and I said, "I just need help." You oh. know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Just to have that comfort and love and, and just like that showed me God was real in my life. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, what I feel in my heart just to want just to share with you is that everything that you've endured, you know, the Lord has, you know, the Lord knew, you know, cause yeah. he, knows, he knows our story, you know, from the beginning he's written it in the book of life and but he trusts you you know we have choices and things and 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 um and but the lord he trusts you with where you've walked because he knows that it's 
that you'll use it to bring honor and glory to him. And so, and that's what you're doing. And so for someone too, that says, you know, that you really didn't fit well with women or, or girls, <laughs> you know, I want to talk about that here in a second with ministry, but, but before we get to that, I want to, I want to ask you the anger that you had, because there's women that I know are dealing with, with, um, with anger that bubbles up and then they take that big gulp and they push it down, shake it off. You know, because we've got things to do. There's, there's, uh, you know, children to care for, spouses, whatever work, and all of this. And so they don't deal with that anger, and that could be rooted with um, just disappointment and discouragement, or you know, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness. You know, how did the Lord work that out for you? How are you working that out with Him? So. Um, I will say he's still working in me on that one. Um, cause we get triggered all the time, you know, betrayal, you know, all these little strongholds that try to say you're not healed. And I'm, I am healed Amen. Um, by the stripes of Jesus. I'm healed, you know? Yes. So, um, but I, I honestly, um, I, I, when I gave my life to the Lord, I was still punching holes in the walls of my house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, and, and little by little, God would take those things. Um, he would send me to the, either if it was therapy, um, mm -hmm. and, or I, I, I go to my elders and I, I say, I'm struggling. Like, I don't, I don't want to be like this, but I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. And they, they don't just give me a word or pray over me. They either, if they cannot personally walk me through that, they, they refer me to somebody that can. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the, the underground has been a saving grace in my life. Mm -hmm. um, having the mental health clinic there. And um, just, like I said, these elders that just come around you and just hold you up when, when things are tough or, I always say they're like poetry to my soul and they just slay me, you yeah. know, yeah. in such a good way. I just desire more. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, for, because of all the sexual abuse I've had throughout my life, like that, that puts a lot of hate in your heart, you know? Yeah. And, um, so I, I done a six month, uh, sexual trauma retreat mm. and then I went straight into a year of, um, auto response therapy mm -hmm. to help with the memories. Like mm -hmm. it's just, I have, I haven't stopped healing, like seeking healing since the day I gave my life to the Lord on August 7th. Yes. I haven't stopped. I have never become too prideful yeah. to think I'm healed. Yeah. Like, you know, that I'm too good for that. Yeah. Because especially in this ministry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First off, all these girls that I'm leading is who I used to be. Yes. And that will trigger the old you if yeah. you allow it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he really just has us go through, through these things that cause us to be relatable to others. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and I understand that too, you know, um, the different experiences and break myself and an eating disorder. It, it just makes, and how you, you know, whether it's anger or, and it's, or it's drugs to numb it or an eating mm -hmm. disorder. It's the same thing when life is out of control. 
what you know we 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 cling to what we can control which is yeah. us and our activities and, and ways to avoid um life and if that's a way to numb ourselves there's lots of ways to do that and so i see that you know the lord has just done such beautiful things in you and yes we're always walking it out the enemy knows us very well yeah. he knows what buttons to push but the Lord has been speaking so strongly to me about who we are in Christ, our yeah. kingdom identity, you know, and the authority that we have is the confidence, uh, the confidence, I like to say. Yeah. It's him. And so, you know, and walking that out with his strength and boldness. And so I, I love that, you know, Stacy, because with, I see with you is that there is humility and that's what it, you know, that's what is so required. It's just a heart of meekness because, mm -hmm. um, again, you know, it's so easy for us to just take that big gulp and push everything down because it's too much. It's a lot of work <laughs> yeah. and, um, and you're not, you're doing the work and you're surrendering daily. You know, I think it, I think it's not even, you know, a morning prayer, an evening prayer. It is an all-day love affair with the King of Kings, yeah, Lord of Lords. It is an yeah. all-day love affair with Him, an intimacy of getting to know Him. And so that's what I I sense when we when we chatted a few weeks uh, about a month or so ago, and just again today is that you are literally surrendering your will for His. Yeah. And that's daily, that's walking it out in such a way of just relinquishing your control to him. And, and in doing that, he's blessed you to lead a ministry. You want to share about that? Yes, 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 yes. That's my, yeah. that's my heart. Other than being a mom um, and a caregiver, because I love that. Um, I, I really do love these moms. Like, I never thought I could love a woman like I love these moms. Um, he put this on my heart about six years ago and, um, I lead a, um, a micro church for single moms, um, and their families right here in Zephyr Hills. And, uh, we, um, our mission is to rescue, restore, and rebuild the single moms in our city and beyond. Um. We understand the challenges that come from uh, with leading a family on our own. And we believe that there is a power in the name of Jesus and community combined. Mm -mm. Uh, we focus on creating opportunities for single mom families to develop self-sufficiency by meeting real needs with practical ministry. Mm -hmm. Through the power, love, and teachings of Jesus, we focus on creating overall health and opportunities for single moms to pursue their purpose and encounter a freedom they never thought or imagined. Mm -hmm. We love witnessing them walk out generational strongholds to generational blessings. Amen. So that's like, that's our heart for these moms. And um, I'd say 90% of our moms are um, either still in addiction um, or coming out um, or they just, they really struggling with mental health issues. Uh, and, and I know, um, just personally, it's scary to go anywhere and say, I have a problem. Mm -hmm. 
as a single mom because the state is so quick to steal our kids. Oh, wow, yes. And it's, mm. I mean, that's why we have so many orphans in this world and addicts because people don't care the backstory. Mm-hmm. They don't care about these people's backstory. Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't care. Mm-hmm. And when these women, and even men, these single parents, dads, because God has really placed them on our hearts lately, the past couple of years. And, you know, when you hear their stories and they've never had a mom or a dad, they've right. lived on the streets since they were kids. Right. Who are they supposed, first off, how are they supposed to know the Bible? Right. You know, if they've never been taught. Mm-hmm. How are they supposed to know how to care for their young when they were thrown out like dogs on the street you know when the world tells them they're not valued or loved Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's just our I I I love watching dead things come to life and we just to be able to to watch these these women or men just like I mean their heads down and and no life in them and just just a couple touches you Mm. know Mm-hmm. Uh, invite them into my home for dinner and or or take these moms to case management you know meetings or or I've walked through moms going to court getting their kids back um just being that voice for them mm-hmm. and to be that support because a lot of these parents can't get their kids back because they don't have a support system they don't have a car they don't have a job they don't have any of these things and, and it makes it impossible for them to get across county with no, you know, no mm-hmm. provision mm-hmm. put there. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that, that, um, that gap between, um, like rehab houses and life, mm-hmm. you know, that step out mm-hmm. or jail, they step out shelters they step out Mm -hmm. a mom struggling with an abusive relationship stepping out where do they go right where do they go and the church doesn't half the churches don't want them more than half the churches don't want them we come with baggage and no money you know that's Mm -hmm. all we got at first Mm -hmm. and it takes a while for god to rebuild us and so that we can give back but I'll tell you one thing, a single mom or a homeless person will give back all they have. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I could give back when I went to church was I could serve my heart out. Yes. Yes. I could serve my heart out. Mm-hmm. I might only be able to put a dollar in that offering plate, but my heart was all his and yeah. he's seen that and he yeah. blessed that. Yes. Yes. So I just, I want us to be that stepping stone and, and I, my big dream here in our city is to have recovery communities, pockets mm. of recovery communities, affordable housing for these moms. So they're not paying seven, $800 for campers that have no electric. Like this is the reality of the lives in our city. Mm. And if we can have pockets of land with houses on them so that they can live in community recover in community with their children mm-hmm. we're going to turn this world right side up it's not going to be 49 percent 
fatherless children anymore right. because families are going to be restored and 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 even the men are going to be restored and they're going to lead these homes again like yeah. that is what i'm proclaiming in my city Amen. like that is the word god has mm-hmm. he is ready to just turn this world right side up and say i'm taking back mm-hmm. my children mm-hmm. you know amen amen you know you reflect the father's heart you you reflect his heart that's why you know as you speak you know you're just um you can just see it he's all over you stacy and he's given you a heart and an understanding you know for um for 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 this for this ministry because he knows that you're a soldier in his army he's got boots on the ground literally you are and you're you're carrying and you know I think about that scripture, you know, it's the one, it's the popular one, you know, Isaiah 43, 19, God is doing a new thing. Don't perceive it. He's making a way in the wilderness and, and literally making a pathway. And I just see that he's doing that and you're pioneering with him. He's got you by the hand and, um, you know, and he's clearing away and you're a spiritual mom. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you are. You know, you've got son, but, but there are daughters that are um, spiritually speaking that are that you are mentoring and witnessing to, and God has just made you incredibly relatable in areas that um, are necessary to reach and influence a community of, of people that He's got surrounding you. So more is coming. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, much more because he trusts you, Stacey. You stay, you know, I think about that scripture and I want to say um, it's Psalms. I want to say it's Psalms 3 3. I'd have to double check myself, but he's the lifter of our heads. Mm. So there's this, you know, when we, when you said, you know, and we do, I, I was worshiping a, a month or so ago. My head was down. I was just worshiping him and literally in my kitchen. And I just felt him lift my chin up. He says, no, 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 no. Mm, <laughs> I love that. I know. And I just like a no. good father. Isn't he? And he just says, no, no, your eyes. I need your eyes it's looking awesome. up. Mm-hmm. And so the script, there is a scripture that says that he's the lifter of our chins. And so... Our focus is is just it's on him, and your focus your focus is on him, and so that's why it's exciting to see what God will do through your ministry that He's given to you to lead and to be at the helm, uh, to move forth, and so that's so exciting. I just appreciate you um, sharing your heart, Stacy, and um, the you know the resources that. Are there things that, um, that uh, before we end, I wanted to know, is there, are there needs that you have for, for the women that, um, or the men that you see that you want to put out here and who knows? Um, yeah, we, I mean, we got an abundance of needs, but, um, I, I think the biggest thing we need is, is people, well, financial always, because we need this land. Like we need people that either have land that want to invest it or, you know, have money that want to buy land. Like we, we need this. And especially with Tampa coming in, like these impoverished communities are being taken out and middle-class to upper-class people are coming in. 
And we need housing for these moms and babies. Mm-hmm. Like they need to be covered. Um, and it's, it's our part as a community to cover them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and um, mentors, like we need spiritual moms and dads. Like I, I know I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a lot. I, it is a lot. Um, this ministry is definitely not for the faint or weary. Right. Um, it right. is for the ones that are, are ready to just pursue Jesus like no other and be broken mm-hmm. because you will be broken mm-hmm. um, over and over. Yeah. Um, so I, we need, we need moms and dads and aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas, you know, um, to just come alongside these families and open up their homes and their hearts to them. Mm-hmm. Um, because it takes more than a Sunday service or a Wednesday night service. Like it takes a day to day walk with these families mm-hmm. to get them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and then our, um, our closet director just stepped down and we're really praying, um, about what God wants to do next with this closet. But um, we need volunteers if we're going to keep it open until the end of the year, at least. And um, because it does, um, it does bless a lot of our community. And just through the pandemic, we, we helped over 600 families, just two of us women, Um, single moms doing life and working and, and, but through God's strength, we did it. It was not through our power, our strength, because we would have died at the beginning. (laughs) But we, we need the, the, the hands and feet, um, to come alongside us and, and help with this closet. Um, so I, I think those are our three biggest needs, um, that I, I really could see, you know, these women flourish more if we just had more, more people that's willing to put their hearts, um, they're all out there for, for these widows and orphans. That's awesome. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lyric that comes to me, um, to a song that we sing. And every time we sing these songs, they're not just songs, they're prayers. If you're really worshiping, they become your, your prayers. And the lyric that just came to me is, Lord, break our hearts for what breaks yours. I think it's Hosanna. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And so it's, it's um, and I see that, you know, your heart is tender towards what breaks his heart. And so he's in the middle of your ministry before when we were praying before we jumped online you know i thought about you know that he's the 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 fire the wall of fire around you wall of fire around the ministry and the glory in your midst the glory is his presence so Mm, i love that i love that yes yes um uh is that benign too fine i want to say or zachariah too fine you'd have to just double check anybody who's watching just double check but um i think that that is it yeah so so the lord is in the middle he's in the midst and so i want to make sure that is there a contact um uh information that you want to put out in case this resonates with someone and they want to they need they need to talk to you or reach out to or want to volunteer however they respond what's the best way to reach you um, so they can, um, they can either text me, um, on my cell phone, okay. um, 813-479-5926. Okay. 
Um, or they can email us at solomoms120 at gmail.com. And we do have a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, it's Solo Moms Recovery and Healing Ministry, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. And I can so add, yeah, yeah. And when we, um, I can add the, the, the information to when we, when this goes live okay. and we post this. But let me ask you this too. You've got a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you take a moment and share that too? So the Lord just put that on me years ago and I didn't feel brave enough to speak and, you know, but, um, I just, I, I feel very convicted to, to be the voice now, even when I'm scared. Um, yeah. so I, I started a podcast and, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's for single moms, um, to, you know, but it's more than just for single moms. It's for their kids. Um, because we want to get kids on there too and, and just share their heart um, about what uh, God's doing in their life and how it is to be a single parent kid, you know? Um, and then it's for the churches, um, for leaders, women leaders, men leaders, any of them, just showing them the heart of God for these moms and asking the Lord to awaken them um, and, and, you know, start a fire in them to, yeah. to, love them just as their own, just as the rest of the congregation. So mm -hmm. it's, it, it's for many, um, for everybody really. Um, mm -hmm. but I, uh, we, we want to put teachings out there. We want to put education out there, but we also just want to put like girl talk out there and yeah. it's called solo moms uncensored. Um, <laughs> and we just, um, yeah, we, we want to make things fun. Um, but educational and, um, we just want to put the awareness out there that mm -hmm. we can be pro-life and pro-love. Yeah. Um, if we really submit ourselves to God, yeah. um, we can do mighty things in our lives and mm -hmm. those around us. So mm -hmm. I ask that God just continues to bless us, mm -hmm. uh, bless this, this podcast mm -hmm. and really, mm -hmm. you know, reach those people that he wants to reach um and give me the braveness to continue to do these things because uh, <laughs> it's so funny you know it's just hard talking to yourself a lot <laughs> you know yeah i just i just started to step out in that as well and you do feel like you're talking to yourself <laughs> in a podcast it's, yeah 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 well i just i'm i'm excited for you because i just believe that you know He's raising up a roar in you or our roar that's you know he's speaking that to me as well our roar our roar is just you know it's his voice that's coming forth and so you've got these different platforms and when he tells you to do something you're you're being obedient to do even afraid yeah even afraid and and that's what we're to do you know because it's not by our strength but by his by his might that we move and so Stacey, thank you for being on with me. And uh, is there anything else that you want to share? I want to close in prayer and bless you, but I want to. I just want to thank you for having me. Um, I just really you. love you a lot. <laughs> and I tell my girls all the time, like, I'm so thankful for the spiritual moms and sisters in my life, but I really have been praying for one right here in our city. And I'm just really thankful God has sent you to me. And 
have been that light where I've needed it. And I, I hope I am to you too, but um, yeah, I just really love you and honored that you would even have me on here today. So oh. thank you. Oh, Stacy, thank you. Thank you. The Lord is really, he, like I said, you know, we know it. He's divinely connecting his daughters. Yeah. Um, you know, just to speak life into one another. We sharpen each other. I'm blessed by this. And just your, your love and your love for the Lord, your love for Abba, you know, Father. And so it, it's evident that he's on you. And so it's really beautiful. So I just want to, so Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we, we love you, we praise you, we thank you. Lord, I ask you, and I ask you, Lord, you just bless your daughter in such a way that she just continues to be in awe of your goodness, of your grace, of your mercy, of the open doors, Lord, of that you are the Lord that opens up doors that no man, nobody can close. So, Father, those or those things that already are established and ordained in Stacy's life, that has already been written in the book of heavenlies, Lord, that's up there with you. You open up these doors, Lord. You just make a way for her, Lord God. I just thank you. I thank you that she's a reflection of your heart, and I thank you, Lord, that she that the influence that she carries, Lord, is 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 from you into the places, Lord, that. She can be relatable to, to others. And so, Lord, you're going to draw the women and the men in because they need, they need you, number one. They need you. So, Father, as she just is leading this, Lord God, you just surround her by, by, by those that just need to come in, be loved on, find you, Lord, seeking you. And, and Lord, um, you're their comfort and you're their relief and you're their, you're their life, Lord. And I just thank you for the work that she's doing. And I just praise you for all of that. I thank you for our time. And I thank you for those that will tune in. Lord, you bless them beyond measure. Wherever, wherever you're at, I'm talking to the one that's watching this. Wherever you find yourself at, wherever you are in life, number one, that you surrender your life to the Lord. It starts with, with him. Nothing, yeah. nothing else matters. Nothing Nothing is just, that's the most important decision is to surrender your life to him. That's the firm foundation that we stand upon. And so, Lord, you move upon the hearts of those that are watching. You tug their hearts. If they need to reach out to Stacy to or myself, Lord, you make that happen. But, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for salvation for the one that's watching. And if that one is watching that has already surrendered their hearts to you, Lord God, strengthen them Lord God just prepare them for what the the more that you have for them that's coming their destinies Lord God I just thank you Father you're in the midst you are their wall of fire Lord yes. God you are their wall of fire you are around them around their households you are that fire of protection around them in the name of Jesus and the glory in their midst you're their presence, Lord God. Awaken them, Father. We just thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 All right, Stacey, you hold on. I'm going to go ahead and we just love you. We, we thank you, friends, and thank you. new friends, and um, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.